Perik Dalad Mishnah Hey. Kitzat Mivatla. How does the guy nullify his Avodazara? Cut a Rosh Azna if he cuts off the Rosh Azna, the tip of the ear of the Avodazara. Or Rosh Khatma, the tip of the nose. Rosh Etzpa, the tip of the finger. Shechisibimena Davarma. He just he, he, he removes something from the Avodazara. Or Pichsa, where he strikes it with a hammer on its face and he smashes the face. Even though when he smashes it, he may not have removed any part of the Avodah. Nevertheless, in all of these scenarios, when he removes part of the Avodah or he smashes it in, and he did not remove anything, but now it's ruined, he nullifies it. When he does any of these actions, he is showing that he's no longer worshipping it. He's not worshipping it as Avodah Zarah, therefore it's battle from the Din of Avodah Zarah, and he is permitted to have benefit from it. However, Rakak Bifana, if he spit before it, Hishtin Bifana, he urinated before it, Gera, he dragged it in a scornful manner, Vizarak, Ozarak Ba Esatsawa, or he threw to it Tsawa, Kozman Shali Asamaisa Begufa, as long as he did not do as long as he did not do an actual action to the body of the Vodazara, Harizu Aina Batila, it will not be battle. Because Shkin Darkam Shalavud Ode Vodazara, Lansos Kach, Mahmas Kasam, it was a derech of those that worshipped the Vodazara to do these things uh, because of their anger. And then afterwards, the Chosim did go back and worship it. As the Pasuk says, Vahaya, Kiyerav, his Katsif, Vikila, Bemalkai, Belahov, Upana, Lamala. And it says afterwards, Vel Eretz Yabit, meaning Shaf Bishakil, even though Shaf Bishakil Malko, even though he cursed his king, Velohav, and his god, Upana, Lamala, Lashemayim, Mikamakam, nevertheless, afterwards, El Eretz Yabit, he retracts and he returns to worship the Avodah Zara. So he has to actually do a physical action on the Vodazara of removing a piece of it or damaging it. But just, you know, urinating in front of it, spitting by it, even dragging on the floor will not nullify uh, it from being in a Vodazara because he's angry at it. And later he'll return and worship it again. Okay. Machra. If the guy sold his Vodazara, Machra guy Vodazara Shalom, I Mishkana. Or he gave it as a uh, collateral. So Rebbe, I'm Rebita. Rebbe Huda Hanasi says, by doing so, he's mevatel from Avodah Zarah. And, and it's null and void, and Yisrael could have enough from it. The Chav of my Mim, Lo'i Bita. The Chav said, no, he did not nullify it. The Gemara explains, Shlemnechku, Rebbe V'chamim, Elek, Shemachar, Lenachri. The Machlokas here, of Rebbe V'chamim, is when the guy sold it to a guy. And even to a Tzayrif Nachri, to a metalsmith guy. This, the Chacham will hold, he did not nullify it, because the guy thinks that the buyer, who is a guy, will also, will also worship it, and therefore it's not battle. If he sold it to a Jewish uh, metalsmith, so then everyone's going to agree that it's battle, because he knows that Yisrael will break it once he gets his hands on it. So therefore, in that case, everyone agrees that it's going to be battle. The Machlokas, Rebbe the Chacham, is when he sold it to a guy, there, Rebbe's going to say, it's going to be batal. Chama say, it's not going to be batal. And Mishnah Vav, Avodah Zara, Shinichua Ovda. And Avodah Zara, where its worshippers abandoned it. They left the city, they left the area, they're gone, and they're not returning. Shlom and so they're not returning. So Bishash Shalm, if it's at a time of peace, Mutaras, the Avodah Zara is now permitted by Hanah. Because since they left, and uh, they left the place with peace of mind. They did not take their Vodazar with them. Obviously, they're abandoning it. They're Mavatalit. And therefore, it's permitted. 
But if when they abandoned their Vodazar, it was a time of war. Asura, then the Vodazar is going to be Asib Bahana. Because maybe they only left it there because of all the confusion, the Bahala of the war. And they're really going to come back, and therefore they never, they never nullified it. However, if they were able to return and they did not return, so then, yes, it's going to be bottle and Yisrael can have enough from it. Bimos Yaos Shamalachim. This is Bimos Yaos are Avne Gaza's chiseled stones. Hamatuknos Bederach Mahalich Hamelach that are set up on the road uh, while, while the king travels. When the king passes that area, the king uh, places his Avodah on these set stones. And then he bows down, he bows down. So these specific stones that are set up on the road for the kings to place their Avodah on it, these stones are permitted Meaning, that these bimosyaos, these bimosyaos elu, they're not meant for avodazara. They're only meant for avodazara when the kings pass by. And sometimes, sometimes the kings will leave this path and they'll take a different route. And therefore, they're not concerned, you know, they're not concerned about the stones, but they don't care about it. They're these kings. Therefore, we don't deem this as Masham Shevodazara, meaning these stones are there. They're on the road. They're therefore, the kings have placed the Avodazara on them and bowed down to them. But the kings may not always take that path. They may take a different path. They won't care about the stones. So, therefore, we're going to say that these stones are permitted by Hanna. It's like we view them as a Vodazara where its owners left it at a time of Shalom. They abandoned it. And therefore it's permitted Bahana. And others explain the reason. Tosus explains Shakamar and the priests. They only made it as a Vodazara for the need of the kings. When they see that the kings themselves are not caring for it, they're taking a different route. So, God, the priests themselves will nullify it and therefore will no longer be a Bodhisattva.